Good afternoon. This is Pastor Xavier's Kid, the Kid Preacher, and I hope you enjoy this segment of It Only Takes One Touch. This was pre-recorded live on Friday, June 22nd, 2018 at the Hall Street Baptist Church where Pastor Leonard Kamick is their pastor. Uh, please sit back and relax and enjoy this segment of It Only Takes One Touch. 43rd through the 48th verse. A woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years who had spent all she had on doctors, yet could not be healed by any, approached from behind and touched the tassels of his robe. Instantly, her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are hemming you in and pressing against you. Someone did touch me, said Jesus. I know that power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she was discovered, she came trembling and fell before him in the presence of, the all, of all the people. She declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly cured. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. If you could help me preach this sermon tonight and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. It, only it only takes one touch. Yeah, better help me tonight. Yeah. It only takes one touch. Uh, my subtopic is who or what are you touching? And if you want to use another sub subtopic, I would like to pose who or what is touching you? I feel like preaching up in here. I wish somebody come on with me. It only takes one touch. Uh, tonight we look in the book of Luke, the 8th chapter, and the 43rd to the 48th verse. I won't be before you long because I like to get into the word and just say what he's saying. Sit down because Xavier's ain't got nothing to say tonight. But God got something to say to you tonight. And he told me to ask you, who or what are you touching tonight? We find here that there was a woman suffering from an issue. And in life, we go through situations and we go through challenges in life where we touch the wrong thing, young people. Uh, because we get uh, down with peer pressure and anxiety, depression, and we want to touch a little alcohol. We want to touch a little weed. And we want to touch, come on somebody, we want to touch little boys and we want to touch little girls. But you got to know that if you are suffering with an issue, there's a God you can touch on. I wish I could preach up in here. Uh, she was suffering from bleeding for 12 long years. And if some of us look back over our lives and see how long God has kept us. 12 long years. I can look at my life and say that's almost my whole lifetime. Some people are like, well, how old? I had just turned 19 Wednesday. Praise God. <laughs> but 12 long years suffering with a condition. Uh, she went to every doctor she knew, and every time she went to the doctor, her condition got worse. I wish I had a witness in here. Because of the simple fact is, we go to other people to try to get our condition better, but they only making it worse. I wish I had a witness in here. Because we tried all that we can do. We went to everybody on the corner. We went to Pookie. We went to Ray Ray. But they couldn't even work at our situation. But I had to come and realize that I need to get to a man. 
and his name is Jesus. I just need a touch from the hem of his garment. Look to somebody and say, I just need a touch. It only takes one touch. Uh, yeah, because of the simple fact is Jesus was in a crowd of people and Jesus is like, somebody touched me. Yes, my God, I, I want you to know tonight that when you begin to cry out before the Lord, when you suffer for a little while and when you begin to make up in your mind, I don't want to deal with this situation anymore. It don't feel right. I just need something to take this away from me. But there is a man named Jesus who is walking through the neighborhood and all you got to do is just reach out and touch him. I, I wish I had a praying church in here tonight that know that no matter what hell I may be going through, no matter no matter what I may be going in my school, no matter what's going on at home, in the community, I just need to reach out my hand and touch the master. And I know that everything is going to be all right. That's all right. I preach to the lights in here. The lights on the blink and say amen. But I just need to know how there anybody in here that's going to say, I'm going to touch Jesus. No matter what hell I'm going through, no matter what people may say about me, they may say, you got the fake J's, you don't have the iPhone, but I got Jesus. And that's all right with me. If I got Jesus, I got everything that I need. It only takes one touch. My God, I feel like preaching up in here. Woo, my God from Zion. Who or what are you touching? This woman, she was touching every doctor. She was trying to get something from every other source, but she couldn't get the, the, the fullness because she was so empty because everybody she was trying to go to wasn't full of what she needed. Yes, Lord. And so, God, he was talking to me earlier today as I was typing this up and trying to say, Lord, what you want me to say? And he said, who is touching you? Ah, oh, my God, the doctors was touching her body, trying to figure out what's going on. But they're not the creator of the creation. You got to have Jesus touching you tonight. Because sometimes, oh, my God, help me hold it up. Because young people, we, oh, my God, help me tonight. I feel good in my sanctified <laughs> so, Who is touching you, young people? You can't be letting everybody touch up on you. Yeah. Oh, I'm in somebody's business tonight because sometimes we got this little boyfriend, this girlfriend, and we... Oh, my God, y'all don't understand. I've been in places before, before I got to where I am today, so I'm just speaking from experience and what I know. Because the enemy will try to trap you and trick you. Just like Samson, Delilah was a good looking young thing. But when he found out Delilah was a trick and she had no treats, he found himself locked up. Come on, somebody. Y'all better help me preach this thing tonight. Uh, my God, the enemy don't want me to preach this. My tablet done went out. But I'm going to preach it anyhow. Because the word that's on the inside of me has been deep down and is in my heart. And I don't have to look in no tablet to preach what thus said the Lord. Just send down first Raymond, God. Send down first Raymond. But 12 long years she dealt with this situation. And I wonder, is there anybody tonight that say, I'm tired of dealing with this situation. I'm tired of dealing with lack. And I'm tired of dealing with not having enough money uh, to do what I need to do. I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of these stinky thoughts that's coming in my head. Is there anybody that's going to say tonight? Because the theme is breaking generational bondage. And so if we, the older people in the church, going to keep holding on to that stuff for a long time, it's going to keep on running down the generation line. 
But there ain't any parents and adults in the house that's going to say, I just need to get a touch from his God. I just need a touch. It's only a touch because there were so many people around it. And I began to wonder, I'm like, God, you got all these people around you. You talking about who touched you? And it's something that you are in a crowd around a lot of people who are pushing and shoving, trying to get to Jesus. But it's something when you touch them. Oh, my God. Some of you have been praying. Some of you have been fasting. Some of you have been crying out to the Lord like, Lord, how long will I have to stay in this situation? And then when he shows up in your time, uh, he's, you get a touch from him and everything will be all right. When he shows up. I get a touch from him. And she, she got a little scared because Jesus is looking around in the crowd because he knew that some virtue, some power left his body because of this one touch. I want to know if there's anybody tonight that says, if I can just get a touch, I know everything's going to be all right. That all my worries, all my problems will fade away if I can just touch that him, that strength that's on his garment. It just takes one touch. And the reason why this lady was feeling so down is because back in those times if you had an issue with blood you was unclean. Uh, help me up in here sometimes. And so sometimes we find ourselves in situations where our outward appearance don't look right to everybody else. But God says he look at the heart and not the outer appearance. I wish I had a praying church tonight. Uh, that know that God is looking at your heart. And so if you have faith enough to believe on the inside of your heart, then if I can just touch him, I know that every sickness, everything that's not like God is going to be taken out because I touched him and he's making everything all right. Yeah. And then at the end of the verse, he's told the daughter, he said, daughter. He didn't say woman. He called the daughter. Because when God sees you come to him, you are saying, God, I need your help. I need you to get me out of this situation right here. You are my father. You are everything that I need. So he said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Oh, God, I feel like preaching in here. Your faith has made you well. Is there anybody got crazy faith enough to believe? Yes, sir. Even when you can't see it, you got faith enough to believe that even when I'm going through, I got faith enough to believe that God of the heaven that is sitting high and looking down low, he's going to make a way on my behalf. And he's going to call me son or daughter. Your faith has made you well. And I stopped by Hall Street tonight to tell somebody, get up in your faith and believe because the Bible says you have a mustard seed faith. Anybody got any faith tonight to believe that although it may be a piece of cloth, if I can just touch Jesus' cloth, everything is going to be all right. And he said, go in peace. Go in shalom. Go live in peace. I want to ask somebody, do you need peace in your life tonight? Do you need the Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace to come in your life? The Bible says if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. I wish I had a praying church tonight that know that no matter what I may be going through, it's all in that touch. If I've been praying 
praying if I've been sick in the face of God and I can just get a touch through. Some people say, can I get a prayer through? Some of you need to get your prayer through. And I come to let you know in Montgomery, Alabama on this night, Friday, June 22nd, that Jesus is coming through. And are you going to be willing to reach your hand out and touch him because of the hell you're going through? God, somebody else say, I got to touch, I got to touch him. The Bible gives us many different accounts on touching. And I was like, Lord, what you doing about this touching thing? Yes, sir. Because some people are like, get out of my space. Don't touch me. You all in my personal bubble. Yeah, I know how it is, young people. And then when we were younger, mama would say, when we go in this store, you better not touch nothing. If you touch something, you get... Y'all know how it is. Come on up in here. Yes, We're going this to your bed not Don't even ask for this. Laugh is the medicine to the soul. <laughs> My God, help me, Holy Ghost. Don't touch nothing. And when we go to somebody else's house, you better not touch nothing. Because you're breaking, you're going to pay for it. Yes, sir. What are you touching tonight? The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah 1, 9 and 10, he said, Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and told me, I have now filled your mouth with my word. See, I have appointed you today over the nations and kingdoms to uproot, tear down, destroy, demolish, to build, and to plant. Because sometimes we were wondering what to say, how we going to say. He said, just be quiet. I've got my hand on your mouth. Just say what I need you to say. And that's it. Because I have appointed you over the nations, over the kingdoms. He reached out and touched his mouth. And sometimes when he reached out and touched your mouth, it's like, shut up. My God, help me up in here. Because sometimes we kind of talk too much. Oh, y'all ain't going to stop. Because sometimes people get on your nerves. you like, I wish you just shut up. Yes, Lord. Some folks get to talking so much, you like, will you ever be quiet? And then in Luke, the seventh chapter, 13th and 14th verse, it says, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said, don't cry. Then he came up and touched the open coffin and the pallbearer stopped. And he said, young man, I tell you to get up. And I come to tell somebody tonight that the Lord told me to tell somebody that you need to stop your crying. You need to stop doubting God because if you believe in him, he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. The Bible says that he's a God that shall not lie, nor a son of man that should repent. So stop your crying. Stop your worrying. Stop your weeping because Jesus is here. And all he's going to take to your problems is to get up and get to standing. Yes, sir. I wish I had a witness tonight uh, because of the simple fact that particular scripture is talking about a woman who lost her son and why everybody is trying to take you down and take you to your grave. God said, hold up. I got the last say. So is there anybody in the house tonight that's going to say, Lord, touch me? Uh, because all those people tried to take me to my early grave when Jesus came by and touched the coffin. Uh, he got up out of his situation. Uh, I come to tell somebody tonight uh, that Jesus is going to walk by you. Uh, why why you in the middle of your situation and cause you to get up before people put you in an early grave? 
Ah, yes, Lord. And I began to look at the book of 1 Kings, the 19th chapter, the 4th and the 5th verse, where Elijah, he is getting ready to go on his journey. And sometimes, just like Elijah in this chapter, he was doubting and he got tired and he was depressed. And he was telling the Lord, Lord, just take my life. I'm tired. I don't want to go nowhere. I don't want to do nothing. But he came. He brought an angel down to touch him. And he made everything all right. He said, look over there. Come on, get up and eat something. Because you can't go on this journey with an empty stomach. Aren't you glad tonight? that the Lord will come and see about you when you having your little pity party he come down and step in and give you everything that you need oh my God and so he, he sent an angel down to Elijah and said uh, get up and eat something eat something Elijah saw some food over there I said yes Lord so while I'm in my pity party in my mess God gonna be like get up go eat your little son get your hot dogs some of y'all sitting here depressed and angry. <laughs> the Snickle commercial. <laughs> and you should eat a Snickle ball. <laughs> like, God is funny like that. He's funny like that. But he's like, get up and eat some. Because this journey ahead of you, you won't be able to go. <clears throat> but then the Bible also gives us warnings of what not to touch. Ah. Uh, and 1 Chronicles 16 and 22 and Psalms 105 and 15 says, Do not touch my anointed ones or harm my prophets. Uh, sometimes we're touching the man and woman of God. The pastor ain't preaching what I want to hear. Oh God, it got quiet there. Pastor preached too long. Oh my God. Pastor not doing what I want him to do. He got to do what God told him to do. Yeah. Although you're not physically laying your hands on him, you touching him with your mouth. Because death and life is in the power of your tongue. And whatever come out your mouth. God better help me up in here. Genesis 2, and I'm closing around this verse because uh, this is where I need it to be tonight. Because we find that God, the creator of heaven and earth. He made man in this chapter. And we find that he gives a commandment to Adam. He says, you are free to eat from any tree of the garden. But you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For on the day you eat from it, you will certainly die. But over in chapter 3... <laughs> Old Satan came on the scene and he deceived Eve and said, Eve, go on over there and taste that fruit. He said, we may not eat from this tree, uh, serpent, uh, but about the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you must not eat or touch it or you will die. I come tonight to let you know it only takes one touch because of the simple fact we find in the beginning of the Bible that God gave us a commandment to Adam and Eve to not touch the tree 
in the middle of the garden. And, and I want to ask, is there anybody that touched the tree in the middle of the garden? What do you mean, Pastor Kid? You're touching the wrong thing. What you mean, Pastor Kid? You're touching the alcohol. You're touching the weed. You're touching the club doors. Come on, somebody. You're touching prostitutes. Come on, somebody. You're touching the wrong thing. Whatever your tree is, you need to stop touching that tree in the middle. You ought to tell, come on, somebody. Because God has given us commandment not to touch anything that's unclean. The Bible says don't touch anything unclean. If you touch it, you will become unclean. I don't know about anybody in here tonight, but I found out when you're walking around people that got a stitch to them, you don't want to be around nobody that's unclean. So why would you go touch something that's unclean, that's going to make you unclean? I want to be clean for Jesus. Is there anybody tonight that's going to say, I want to be clean for Jesus? I'm not going to touch that in the middle of the garden. I'm going to touch on Jesus tonight because of the simple fact is Eve was deceived by the serpent. And I want to let you know tonight that the enemy will try to come and deceive you thinking that it's alright. He's going to paint a picture in your mind that everything is going to be alright. All you got to do is just get a little taste of it, Eve. All you got to do is just get a little sip, sip. All you got to do is just do a little pump, pump, pass. But I come to let you know tonight that it didn't work out for him real well because when their eyes began to open, God came back and said, where are you? Adam and Eve. And oh, when God found out, because he already knew. But anyway, in the story, I find that God, he was talking to them. And we find that Adam, he was the head of the household because he was the man. And so God asked Adam, how did you know you can see? Why you got clothes on you? He said, it was the woman who gave it to me. And he was trying to do the blame game. Do anybody know about the blame game tonight? That although you got caught in the middle of your mess, oh, it wasn't me, God. It wasn't me. Come on, somebody. You got to own up to your own situations. You got to own up to your own problems. Because it only took one touch. Look to your neighbor and say, it only takes one touch. Oh, come on, somebody. Look to another neighbor and say, it only took one touch. Uh, yes, it only took uh, one touch. Uh, and I come to let you know tonight, uh, are you touching on Jesus tonight? Uh, are you trying to get a touch from him tonight? Uh, because although uh, you're going through right now, uh, you ought to look to the hills uh, from which cometh your help, uh, knowing that your help uh, coming from the Lord. Uh, is there anybody in the house tonight uh, that's going to say, I'm going to touch uh, the hem of his garment uh, because I know that everything is going to be alright. Is there anybody here that know that although I may be going through, I can just touch the hem of his garment. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, the 17th chapter, and the 7th verse, then Jesus came up and touched them and said unto them, 
Get up and don't be afraid. I want to tell somebody tonight that there's a touch from Jesus to reassure your trust tonight. He want to tell you tonight that if you can just get up and don't be afraid because the Bible says put your trust in him with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will he will direct your path the Bible says in the book of Mark the 10th chapter the 13th to the 16th verse the Bible says some people are bringing little children unto him but the disciples rebuke them but Jesus said suffer not the little ones for such is the kingdom of heaven but what does this have to do with the touch from the master well at the end of the verse the Bible says that Jesus laid his hands on them and blessed them is there anybody tonight that's going to say lay your hands on my child tonight lay your hands on my daughter tonight lay your hands on my son tonight because what's going on in the world out there I need God to lay his hands on me oh my God the song said lay your hands on me Jesus I don't mind look at your neighbor and say neighbor I want Jesus to lay his hands on me is there anybody that know that God will lay his hands on you tonight I want to let you know the Bible says in the book of Mark the 7th chapter this is a scripture to let us know that when he touch you he's going to set you free what does the Bible say pastor it says that there was a man who was blind in the crowd but Jesus took him out of the crowd and he began to lay his hands on him is there anybody that's been following the crowd but Jesus got to snatch you out for your miracle for your breakthrough is there anybody here that's going to say I need God to snatch me out oh my God the Bible says in the book of Matthew the ninth chapter he said they open up their eyes let it be done according to your faith isn't it funny that it's all about your faith tonight do you got faith enough to believe that Jesus will set you free do you believe tonight that Jesus will give you sight when you can't see well 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 I come to a close now because the Bible says in the book of Luke because I gotta see you now and my time is up see you later alligator after a while crocodile 
because the Bible says in the book of Luke, the 22nd chapter, we find that Jesus is praying on the mountaintop and the disciples was there. Oh my God. And he began to speak to them. But there came a mob ready to take him out. And there was one of them who was a disciple. His name was Judas. Oh my God tonight. He came near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you portraying me with a kiss? Is there anybody that can say, I see my haters. You ain't even got to kiss me. You ain't even got to touch me. I already knew. But Jesus said, after they took the swords out and they cut one of the men's ear off, Jesus said, no more, no more. Because I am here tonight. And I come to let you know that they took your Savior off of that mountain. And they begin to take him down to judgment hall and I come to let you know tonight that they took him to Pilate but Pilate didn't see no fault in him but Pilate took him to Herod and Herod didn't see no fault in him all they did was put a robe on him and sent him back to Pilate oh my God tonight and when Pilate said oh, do you I don't see no fault in this man he said what you want me to do they said release Barabbas release Barabbas. Oh my God, tonight. Why do they really want Barabbas? He's a murderer. He's a killer. And so they said, crucify him. Crucify Jesus. Oh my God. And then we found out that people my God tonight, uh, that people uh, they didn't want to say, I know who this man is. Uh, they betrayed him. Uh, they said, I don't know who Jesus is. Uh, I don't know who that man is, uh, but I want to ask there tonight, uh, is there anybody that can say, I know the man. Uh, I know the man. Uh, he touched me uh, and he made me whole. Is there anybody here in the house tonight uh, that can say, I know the man. Uh, his name is Jesus. Uh, and so when they got him, they sent him and whipped him, and they beat him down. And I come to let you know that they sent him to carry his cross on the way, on top of that hill. Is there anybody that know about the story about the man named Jesus, the one who I touched and made me whole? The Bible says, You'll be ashamed of me before men. I'll be ashamed of you before my father. Is there anybody in the house tonight that's going to say, I know the man. I know the man. I know the man. I know the man. His name is Jesus. I'm a father. The one who gave me sight. Oh, amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a rich like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And let me tell you that they nailed him to a cross. Yes, they did. They nailed him and they pissed him in his side. And he ended up giving the ghost. Oh, my God. Not just any ghost, but the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody in the house tonight that know that he died? Oh, he died. Yes, he did. 
and they placed him in a tomb. They placed him in a tomb. He stayed in a tomb for three nights. Oh, one morning he got up with all power in his hands. Aren't you glad tonight that he got up with all power? One touch can bring about salvation. One touch can bring about deliverance. All you gotta do is just reach out in faith and know that if I just touch the hem of his garment, everything is gonna be all right. If I can just touch him, I know that every situation I may be going through, at school, in college, on my job, at home, I can just touch him and everything will be all right. And I'm so thankful tonight that I have a savior who recognize my touch. <laughs> and I want to know if there's anybody that's tonight that say, I need the Savior to recognize my touch. I need him, although I'm in the midst of all these people crowding around Jesus, a little old me right here, I just need to touch him. And I need him to see about me. 
Because later in the scripture, Jesus was actually on his way to Jerry's house to see about his daughter. Because the people in the crowd, Pastor Kamek, they said his daughter was dead. But Jesus was touched by somebody who was in a desperate need. Ah, yes, Lord. And I, God wants to know tonight, is there anybody in here that's in a situation that says, I'm in a desperate need tonight. And I just need to come back and, and just begin to touch on his garment. Is it alright if I take this off past Kate? Because I need to breathe and I don't want to. I just need to breathe. But he wanna know is there anybody tonight that says I'm gonna, I just need to get a touch from him tonight. Last night and the second Sunday of this month, God has been blessing. I had an engagement all week of this month. And the Lord told me to tell the two different congregations to run to Jesus. Because there was a story about a prodigal son who went out into the world and did his own thing. But when he came to his senses, Pastor Chapman, and tonight somebody to come to their senses and know, I need to run back to Jesus. Because he's the only one that can save and heal and deliver and set free. And when the Father saw him afar off, he had so much compassion and said, my son, welcome home. And he put a robe on him, put a ring on his finger, put sandals on his feet. And they began to celebrate. Is there anybody tonight? Because there's a celebration that's going to happen for you. The Father just want to know, will you step out by faith? The song said, he touched me and made me whole. I don't sing, but if anybody want to start singing a song, he touched me. He touched me. Will there be one tonight? Despite the pain you feel, don't let this, this pain that you're feeling for the past 12, 15, 20 years, 5, 10 years, keep bugging you down. Stop going to everybody with your problems. Come to Jesus and let him touch you. church say amen. Let the church say thank you Jesus. Let the church say hallelujah. Amen. It only takes one touch. I think it's in the 